Sorry if my voice is croaky. I'm just going to have to go with it. That's fine. It'll be be what it is. It's gravelly. Welcome to Izzy and Gina in Stitches, informal conversation about life in general and art and embroidery in particular, with me, Gina Ferrari. And me, Izzy Moore. And I don't know whether to say Happy Christmas or Happy New Year, neither or both. Likewise. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps we should explain, we're recording this mid-December, but it's not going out until nearly New the day before New Year's Eve, yes. So So, anyway, welcome. (laughs) And we are going to be looking back on the past year, have a bit of a reflect on what we have done, what we've learned, if anything, and our plans, if any, for next year. And yeah. so, uh, meanwhile, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Tricky question, isn't it? <laughs> when we're recording ahead. Yeah, I'm running around like a headless chicken. You know, I've just done the Christmas market. I'm not somebody who gets frazzled by Christmas in terms of thinking I have to do all the things because I figure that if it gets done it gets done and if it doesn't it doesn't and I don't care Um, but I don't know there just seems to be more to do generally and you know you just finish one thing and you've got to go out and do something else well I was just saying before we started recording you know I've got to finish this go into Cambridge pick something up from Jacob and deliver something to him come back go up the road for the fish van walk the dog (laughs) And they think, all the things oh, all the things and then and then tomorrow I've got a birthday cake to make which is you know again mid-December thing um or to finish off for my grandson but they've now decided it's sensible to cancel his party which is a great shame for him, yeah. him but the sensible thing to do I mean we yeah. weren't going to stay we were just going to drop the cake off and because you don't want to be with a lot of children this time of year really do you and lots of it, other people it's difficult it's really it's difficult, very hard yeah. So yes, I'm I'm doing all the Christmas preps really, but of course now I'm really hoping by the time this goes out, I'm sitting down with a cup of something nice and a good book. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. So how are you? So, what have you been up to? I'm all right. So this is going out after Christmas, so I'm going to assume that I have at least done some of the things on my list. Um, I don't know whether I would have been eating some Christmas cake over the past few days because I haven't actually made it yet. That's <laughs> on my list. Um, Neither have I. That's <laughs> I bought all the stuff and I was going to do it two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I still yeah. haven't done it. <laughs> Me too. I've got all the ingredients. I've even yeah. got a board. That's usually where I come unstuck. I think, oh, cake board. So uh, I bought one and I, then I found one from last year that I saved. But hey-ho, so doing all the things, I did uh, late night shopping in town, which is nice to catch up with people, sold a few bits and pieces, um, but I have got a few little bits and pieces I might try and sell, maybe on Instagram, so I might have done that, hopefully, by the time this comes out. Um, I want to have a rejig, generally, of my little Etsy shop and all the things like that, again because I think we'll come on to we'll come on to this uh, where we talk about what we're going to talk about yeah I've, I've got a lot of sorting out I want to do and I want to you know thinking about the new year and fresh starts I'm sort of itching to have a jolly good chuck out of stuff and a sort out um, yeah but I'm hoping that I'm not going to spend all the holidays just doing that I want to have some time with family enjoying company of child 
back from France. Yep. Yeah. So we, I saw family just before Christmas, and that was nice as well to catch up with people. But otherwise, it's just going to be the three of us sort of pulling up the drawbridge, just uh, keeping to ourselves, really. Yeah. And yeah, and keeping safe because at the moment, as we're recording, I don't know whether daughter will be going back to France when she thinks she's supposed to be going back straight after New Year. But of course, the rules have changed with the capacity for lecture halls and things over there. And exams, they don't know whether they're going to be online or in person or or quite what's happening. So until we know, let's just sort of enjoy enjoy being together and enjoy it day by day, really, yeah. isn't it? Because so much uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit like that at the moment. Anyway. But then and breathe. <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few people doing this, this sort of wrap up of the year. And it it's funny when I start to think back about the year that's just been, it seems to have gone awfully quickly. And yet sometimes I can't remember what I was doing. Yeah. I find this a very odd sort of exercise to do in a way, looking back. I do. I, I think perhaps having, you know, really the last couple of years now living through this pandemic and such strange things going on and life not really being normal, most days are the same I think that actually lends itself to that time just goes and you can't remember whether it was last week or yeah. six months ago or yeah it's very odd times it is very strange through. yeah very strange and if you have a, a strange relationship with time like I do then that can be very odd as well yeah, yeah it sort of just exacerbates this feeling of time being this sort of woolly and vague notion a real sort of handle on where I am in the great scheme of things anyway so do you want to kick us off because you had some things written down yeah I've just got some like bullet points really to think about so we're going to do a sort of a review of the year and where we're heading so I start off let's look at the last year what were our goals business or personal if we set any did we set any Yes, I suppose I did in that I knew what I wanted to do in the year. Is that the same as a goal? I don't know. It wasn't. I I don't know. I I struggle with the idea of goals anyway. So business wise, I knew I wanted to do my Seascapes course. Okay. Because I, I started that in the summer of 2020, which now seems so long ago. And then it got put to one side so I knew 2021 I wanted to get that finished and up and running and I did and then personal goals I wanted to spend some time developing my own art and while I had the opportunity take some courses and try some things and just gain a bit of confidence and uh, sketchbooks was a big thing for me sort of uh, yeah getting to grips with using a sketchbook and developing things yeah how about you so mine were quite vague and I actually think it sounds very uh I can't think of the right word do you want to say my mission statement for my teaching is to help others find joy and inspiration in their art and embroidery and to be able to develop and create their own work and I think in many ways I perhaps achieved that with my course and that's why I did my initial course which seems forever ago it does which, which was six months but people the response to that was brilliant and people did I've kind of really kind of fizzled out a little bit on courses at the moment so that's probably something to think about next year yeah 
my own art to develop a regular art practice and exploring ideas through sketchbooks have I done that no <laughs> so okay. that will go forward and I actually had some very personal goals a to get my weight down because I put on so much weight over 2020 right and I have done that and okay. it's pretty much stayed off so that was good get outside in my garden and possibly get an allotment yes I have done that and to write a bit more and I've done that so well that's good personal goals win-win business goals I'm not really there so those were my kind of goals yeah that's really interesting because yeah I achieved my business goal of doing the seascapes course sure I didn't achieve the goal I also had of doing a free motion course that got hijacked by doing the acoustic stitch book yeah which just came out of the blue and I just went with it so that which you have to do don't you sometimes I think yeah yeah, it was an idea that I thought, oh, yeah, let's do this. So the free motion course that has been put into next year. But I'm the opposite in that I did achieve the business things apart sure. from the free motion thing. Yeah, I was all in on supporting the students that I had and doing the seascapes. And I completely failed on the personal things. <laughs> I, I had you know, lose a few pounds. I, I had this sort of sneaky five or six pounds that crept on and I've lost one. Um, yeah, well, so I had a sneaky stone that <laughs> crept on <laughs> in 2020 okay. and I've lost it. <laughs> that was okay. way too much. When you can't do up your trousers, you know, it's a yeah. <laughs> drastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, in terms of a mission statement, I didn't have a mission statement, but I did try and have the sort of word of the year it's um, something some people do they have a word of the year and I actually had to look back at my own blog to find out what my word was because (laughs) I've completely forgotten I had a feeling in my gut it was something like action right but the word I had but was a bit like you with sketchbooks it was practice okay that was my sort of official word of the year practice so developing a practice as in doing something, practicing, doing something regularly, actually having a practice. <laughs> yes, practicing. And action was like a sort of subword, if you like, um, getting stuff done. And I've, I've scribbled all my notes here. If I had to choose a word now, my word now would be manic. <laughs> that, that's how last year actually felt. Yeah. So, See, I've done this word of the year before, and then I forget it with by the end of January. <laughs> having like the changing it slightly to action has that kept me on track with the business things right but it's still I'm still looking to do it really for the personal stuff with the sketchbook things so I think I'm going to go with it again for next year I'm going to go with practice again yeah I think mine's very similar I mean obviously the personal goals that I've achieved is to continue spending time outside and keep my weight down and things like that which is more achievable once you've started it and made a regular practice of that and you know everything if you make it regular works doesn't it yeah and I think my teaching will continue to be to help inspire others whether that's online or in person I think that's my goal in teaching if you can well whatever you're teaching if you can bring joy and inspiration to other people and yeah. fire them up then that's what you've you're there for isn't it and I yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I get my joy from in teaching yes. yes and the art develop a regular practice yeah well that's Every year I, I say that. <laughs> it's ongoing, really. Maybe this is my year, but yeah, it is ongoing indeed. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I don't quite know the difference between these mission statements and big rocks or whatever they are. But I think um, the idea of the big rocks is it's that metaphorical jar, isn't it? If you have yeah. big rocks, medium rocks and pebbles, you put the big ones in first. Sure. And yeah. then you fit in the smaller pebbles and then things you put all the little things so around were, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I had three of those, which again were very they were very business based i mean the first one was to increase my following on social media okay on like instagram because i thought that's yeah. a target and to me you know i didn't get anywhere near my target <laughs> i didn't make it huge i thought let's see if i can get up to five thousand followers on things like instagram okay. and things like that nowhere near i've gained probably about 600 followers this year <laughs> so but you know that's 600 more people yeah yeah, I've never looked at the numbers and set numbers at all, really. I don't know what made me think that. I, I mean, I, I didn't realistically think I was ever going to reach it. So maybe that's where I went wrong. Maybe I should ah. believe I would, you know. Yeah. I thought, let's mine's... just set a number up there that's yeah. high in the sky. You know, I'm not going for 20,000 followers. <laughs> let's just say five. That seemed realistic. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, that's not important. That That was just something to... I think that mainly it was to increase the following. Yes. So pe- more people know about you. Yeah. More people know we're doing this podcast. More yeah. people know about yeah. our courses, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do you go about setting your goals or keeping track of them? Do you use any sort of system or sort of... Well, other than writing it down, I, I did, because we spoke about this last year, because I was trying to think how we, we spoke about it last year and we talked about tools. And I did get a notebook and I've set it up like a bullet journal. I don't think I use it like a lot of people use a bullet journal, but I have got day-to-day pages and lists. I probably have not used it as much in the past couple of months and it's more like a diary, but there were definitely things in there. And even to do with this like increasing following at the end of each month, I'd make a little note of how many followers there were. Oh, okay. And just, so it was a tracking and, yeah. So in some ways that worked and I've bought exactly the same journal again to do again. So it obviously has worked yeah. for me in terms of seeing where I am and what I'm doing. But I don't think I'm that organised really. So what about you? What do you <laughs> use? <laughs> um, well, I I don't really sort of make firm plans for the year. I have a calendar. I print out an annual uh, calendar thing. It's actually somewhere online where you can print out uh, like a whole A4 sheet and it's got the whole year on it. And then you can just print out as many as you need and just draw all over it. So I always start with one of them and then I fit things around family commitments. Sure. Mm-hmm. So things like the courses that I, I know I want to do because I have an idea of you know how long I'm going to be in the course, like, or, you know, 100% of the time. Sure. I know when I can do that. So I block that in. And so those dates are pretty immovable. So I have quite a firm idea of certain dates. But then around that, I am very sort of woolly around the edges. I did try a bullet journal last year and I went all in. The thing you said not to do, all in with the washi tape. Oh, did you? I didn't bother with that. I I put a few coloured pens on just to make it look pretty, but that was it. (laughs) No, I went all in with the washi tape in that I bought a lot and I started making it look all beautiful and lovely. And of course, I went in, it was all too complicated. And so after a while, that all fell by the wayside. 
Um, I tried various different ways of doing the layouts and the weekly plans and stuff. And I just found it all so overwhelming and I wasn't achieving the things I was writing down. And no. so in the end, it has sort of, it's like when the busier I get, the less I use it because I'm too busy to do it. Exactly. I mean, I think if you're doing proper bullet journaling with all this, fan- it takes so much time. I mean, when I say I've got a bullet journal, it's, it's a fancy diary. But I've yeah. set it up with the pages how I want them so I can see things. Yeah. So uh, as the year has gone on, I've worked out how I want to use it in a way that works for me. So I'm going to carry on next year and yep. uh, do it again. But now I'm, I'm going to be more realistic about what I do with it. And uh, I know what fell by the wayside, what I'm not going to bother with. Things like tracking my mood linked with the weather. I mean, I didn't really need to do that for more than a couple of weeks to know that on rainy days, I have less energy than on sunny days. Sure. And so, you can kind of know that instinctively, don't you? Yeah. I don't need to do little coloured charts to track no. that. But there we go. Um, and I did have I did have a little tracker for, for the weight, which is a straight line, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> a little bit of a blip. Well, you know, lose a pound, gain a pound. I've got that in the back of my diary. I could actually show it to you. But it did go down. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. That's brilliant. Do you know what? It's gone up a bit in the last couple of weeks, so I've not written it in. <laughs> no, leave it until it goes down again, and then you can yeah. just carry on the line going downwards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I cheat as well. As long as you know. As long as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I am going to be doing the bullet journal again. I'm going to be using a different one because a few years ago I made this leather. Oh, that's nice. It's like a traveller's journal thing with the elastic straps and yeah. a bit of recycled leather. And I sized it to fit the moleskin journals. And so the bullet journal I was using last year didn't fit in. But I like my little leather book cover, so I'm going to use a moleskin next year. Yeah, I've, I've used moleskins for years and I, I just think, should I go back to that? But I have bought one of these dingbat journals again. I thought, well, I'll try it again. But but what is a pain is, of course, you have to draw out all your own diary pages. And yeah, you have like to that. draw out so, your grids. And... So I've started, but yeah, gosh, that's tedious, isn't it? <laughs> I'd like one. I'd like one printed exactly how I like it. But yeah, so I might go back to it. I don't sure. know. A lot of difference. <laughs> it's just somewhere to write some some lists, isn't it? I have also been using my Apple Watch. I've been using the alarms and the reminders and lists and things on that because then it buzzes me. It sure. actually reminds me this is two weeks overdue. Blip. It does it. Oh. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> if you didn't achieve your plans and things, what stopped you? actual concrete things like increasing followers and putting courses out and stuff like that I'm pretty good at sticking to a plan for that type of thing the regular art practice that's the one that really I never quite achieve every year so let's think about that one and what stops me is I don't make it a priority right and I think you know so a family thing comes up and family things for me are priority and I know and people say you know you set this priority but unfortunately you know I've got a an elderly mother who lives nearby who needs more and more help from me so that's regular that's weekly all the time you know we have a lot of offspring between us <laughs> and so just even seeing them and socializing them with them 
takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I'm involved in a lot of things in the village community, which is my choice. I like to do it. It means yeah. I know a lot of people. So that takes up time. You know, I, I'm secretary for a couple of groups, which means there are minutes to be written and things like that. And these are the things that I prioritize because that is life to me. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the art is something I do, but it's not the be all and end all of my life. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, thinking about it, it's about that priority. You know, I could say, right, I have got to get out there and paint every day or at least three times a week, but it's not realistic. Beginning of the year, I did a lot more because we were, we were in total lockdown at the beginning of the year, weren't we? I think so. See, I'm trying to remember. See, for a long time, it was quite a difficult three months. The first three months of after Christmas, we were in lockdown till March. Right. Okay. And so I achieved a lot of drawing and a lot of painting in my sketchbook then because I wasn't going out and doing a lot of the other things. Right. And I think that probably makes a difference. And then I got my allotment, which totally took over the summer because I loved being outside. So again, it my allotment was my priority. So I think it's about priorities, and that's why yes. you don't achieve things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, the business thing that didn't happen was the free motion course. And I've said that's because the acoustic thing came along. That idea came along. And that idea at the time for me was more sort of, yeah, let's just run with this. I mean, personal things, the reason I didn't do things like the art practice, it's a two pronged thing. Firstly, I I don't even realize I'm prioritizing it, but I am. I put family first so if my daughter needs something so in the summer the summer was almost a complete write-off because of the hoo-ha about trying to get her sorted for her year abroad yes so obviously you know I said I plan things around that as far as I can because I know I'm going to be pulled to do family things so while she's away it's better I can get on and do my own thing and I can put it more or less when that's going to be Um, but the other things are things like our morning walk someone said to us the other morning they said oh everyone I thought who is this everyone (laughs) they're all so impressed that you still walk every morning even though you haven't met the dog yeah and we said well we actually used to do it before we had the dog which is why we thought we might as well get a dog and uh, we used to go for a walk and when we had a cat the cat used to follow us (laughs) and the field got stuck up a tree once um so it's something that we've always done and so that is something I do prioritize so we go out every morning we walk for three quarters of an hour or so so I have my breakfast late and then I come into here and it's late because I've gone out and I've done my walk because I won't not do my walk yeah that's an interesting observation actually quick interrupt but yeah I didn't sleep well last night and then I obviously fell into a deep sleep this morning so I woke up really late right because Stuart wants me to walk the dog later which is when he usually does it he got up and walked the dog even though I slept late I had so much time I got up I showered I got breakfast ready and I was done (laughs) yeah see this is the thing actually if it was spring summer I could get up earlier and go out but at the moment it's dark sure yeah yeah so it does make a late start to the day doesn't it when you do a morning walk it does I usually always do but I I do have to do it and himself uh he has been working for himself or he's been self-employed for over 20 years and he's always called it his virtual commute because he works at home yeah he goes out for a walk in the morning and that's him walking to work 
that's a really good way of thinking of it, actually, because if you were, tra- well, I suppose if you were driving to work or going on a train, you would get up and do it in the dark. But Yeah, but you have that time at the beginning and at the end of yeah. the day. Sure. So it's a virtual yeah. commute. So that is obviously a priority. And things like cooking a decent meal, you know, using fresh ingredients, yeah. that's a priority. That takes time. So, yeah, we could eat ready meals or get a takeaway or I could ask him to cook except he's too busy as well because he will prioritize his work over yeah I, I, I do sometimes wonder if that's a male female thing but yeah so then something has to give because there's only so many hours in the day and so yeah at the end of the day actually my health is more of a priority than my Absolutely. art until it comes to sleep yeah I'm not so good at prioritizing sleep but that said the last couple of nights I have been in bed with a 10 in it it's had a 10 in it so that's good for me um but yeah the other reason stuff gets hijacked for me in terms of art because actually looking back over the last few weeks what have I been doing honestly what have I been doing and a lot of my time is taken up with moving things from heap to heap off off the desk off floor you know, moving it around. I have too much stuff, too much clutter, too many different things I'm trying to do. And it's why my word of the year really feels like sort of manic. It's just too much. It's not achieving anything. I'm not achieving anything. And so I'm going to have to let some stuff go so that I can do the things I really want to do, because I find it so hard to accept that I can't do everything. But trying to do everything is just making me just feel so overwhelmed. Right. Um, yeah. So that's why I don't, I just end up, it feels like I'm just spinning. But it is important to prioritize your health and your well being and everything else. And sometimes, yeah, I mean, I said to you before we started, you know, this is a crazy day. I'm running from one thing to another. Absolutely yeah. nothing of it to do with business and art or anything else. But it's your priorities isn't it it's your mum it's the dog it's getting outside it's all these things you know yeah there we go that's but that's life life is like that isn't it yeah you know I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want it any other way yeah I couldn't do it any other way so you know it's a case of fitting things around and that's why I look at these sort of mission statements and goals or whatever you call them for the year and you think it's all very well but I guess I've never well not since before I had the children was the last time I worked full time. Yeah. So work has always been something part time and I'm not driven to create a highly successful, financially successful business. You know, I just want to earn enough to run my car and pay a few bills and then I'm happy. So I guess that's it. So I'm not driven in the way some people are. Yeah. So it's not all consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Goals. Um, I don't find them particularly inspiring. I find them more difficult because I know that life happens. And so I'd rather have an intention and make almost like rules in a way. So things like going into school, my rule now, and I have to keep it as a rule. Otherwise, I'm tempted to say yes to everything. Sure. Because I want to be useful. I want to, you know, I don't like saying no. Yeah, I'm like that with all these village organizations yeah I don't like saying yeah all right yeah I'll do that you know (laughs) yeah so so my new thing I want to set a rule I will go into school on a Tuesday morning if they need me um 
that is the rule now. No, I will not do any other day. I'm sorry. I really like to help, but no. Because I found myself, because I've gone back to school a couple of times to do the exams. Hadn't done it for a year. They're breaking me in gently. They gave me one student in a room, just me. I thought I could handle this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's save the rooms of, you know, 70 odd for another time, shall we? Um, because I wasn't feeling sure about whether it was a good thing to do again prioritizing my health absolutely even though I enjoyed the work and I I like going in and doing something useful and they want to do the rotor for next year and so wanted to know people's availability and I said in my mind uh, that I can do things on say a Tuesday before I would have ticked every box and I've before the rotor came out, I thought, right, I know I'm going to say I can do Tuesday mornings, say. And then yes. I found myself when the actual thing came around thinking, oh, maybe I could just do a Friday morning. I thought, no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> no, Isabel, you know, stick with it because having an intention is, I find, far more motivating because yeah. there's that thing, isn't there? How you live one day is how, or something like that. How you live one day is how you live your life. Yeah. So I'd rather have an intention that I'm going to try and do something creative and I'm going to, you know, get out in the fresh air and just treat each day as sort of it. That, that's yeah, it. I think that's probably right, really. You know, you, yeah, because when I look at this, when I say mission statement, that that's more a vague intention rather than, I, I, I don't think I've got very specific, I have to do this course by the end of such and such or I have to do that. You know, there are, sometimes there are things that have to be done by a certain date and you, you get them done, don't you? It's You fit them in and you do them. But mostly it's a general, this is how I want to live my life. Yeah. And certainly the older I get, for me, my health and just enjoyment of life and spending time with the people I care about is what I like to do. So that's my priority. Yeah. And you do enjoy doing your art as well. So that will happen. I do. and It does happen when you know I suddenly think oh I've got an afternoon I'll go and paint and I'll do this and it goes in waves yeah and so you don't really need to set a goal for that because you can trust that it will happen yeah so I don't really I mean you know I think you've you've said do you find it inspiring or daunting to set these goals and I sometimes wonder whether I do it because everybody's doing it and does it really matter because there have been years (laughs) and years where I've not set these goals and I carry on doing the same thing anyway (laughs) Because I I find goals are more, they're more like, they sort of loom. It takes the fun out of it for me. It makes it feel more like homework. It's more like a deadline, isn't it? Then Yeah. yeah, Maybe goals is the wrong word. And I keep using the word goals and it's not something I have at all. I don't set myself deadlines unless I absolutely have to. So next year i mean do you have goals or intentions personal and business for next year no (laughs) it's a short answer short answer no No, i think i quite like this idea of this mission statement for my teaching and if i can continue to help others find joy while i'm still teaching that would be you know and to be able to develop and create their own work yeah and i think you know that is something i know I'm quite good at and so that is what I want to continue doing yeah I'd like to develop a regular art practice I can't see it's necessarily going to happen but you know that's there as a vague idea 
I don't know about personal goals other than to prioritize my health because I, I have been feeling really tired lately and I don't know why right I don't don't really know why in fact okay. I felt so tired and headachey I've been doing COVID lateral flow tests like every other day because I keep thinking well maybe it's COVID maybe this is why I don't feel well but I'm fine so I don't yeah know. sure okay yeah Maybe yeah. it's just sort of you get to the end of the year and you're a bit run down and tired and it's winter. I think so. It has been a busy one and it has been another strange one. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I'm going to repeat winter landscapes and seascapes because I enjoy both of those. And seascapes, I'm really looking forward to doing that again because it's yeah. one of my favourite things. And it has been so lovely to have a group of people taking it the bigger course and for longer as well actually yeah and taking their time over it and really getting into it so I'm really looking forward to doing that again um because I like I like having these courses ticking along and I like to see what people are doing I like the contact with the students they're just a lovely group of people yeah I found Um, that with my inspiration to stitch course it was lovely. They were doing different things every month and following them, watching what they were doing. It was just yeah. exciting being part of the group. I did wonder whether six months maybe was too long. Possibly we could have done a shorter one with three months because as we got into summer, then it dwindled off because I think people, people get things. Yeah, people yeah. get busy. But I mean, I meant to be releasing those one by one, those modules one by one, and I haven't got the first one. They'll happen when you're ready. Well, yeah. they're happy yeah. when you're ready. I told somebody mid-November, but it looks like it's going to be January now. But that's the same with me in free motion. I keep saying I am going to do a free motion course and it yeah. will happen. Um, but when the time is right, uh, which isn't probably the best way to plan a business. But, you know, no, but, you know, it's more natural. Right. that, Yeah. And so the other thing I've said is I also want to because it's again, it, like you, this is something I promised to people. I want to do a course that is more personal, more sort of finding your own thing uh, sort of course, because that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm sort of constantly wanting to do, develop my own art and work out where I'm going and what's inspiring me. So to teach something like that, that's more like a natural reflection of where where my interest is at the moment and what's inspiring me. So things like the seascapes and the winter landscapes, I did that a while ago, but particularly the seascapes, I do still love it. It does still inspire me, but I also want to, I want to develop my own art and go in different directions. And I know that people, there are some people out there who've done other courses with me. I mean, some people have done all my courses. That's lovely. (laughs) It's lovely. It's a bit mad as well. Um, but yeah, I would like to do something like that with them. Uh, more of a sort of uh, thinking about your own, you know, okay, so you've learned how to do this, and you learned how to do this, what did you know, and where do you want to go with it? Because I think that ties in with my interests for the year. Sure. Doing more See, I, I've got also a dilemma that I've been asked to go and, well, I'm going to see somebody in January because I don't know yet to do a regular class again, an independent place which I know I stopped doing my regular weekly class because but that was because it was the same people the same place so this this is different it's textiles and mixed media so it's not just machine embroidery yeah they have a regular setup with regular customers their tutors leaving 
So right. that's one to ponder. Yeah. And I've got other classes in person coming up. I mean, my whole inspiration to stitch class was based on a masterclass that I was going to be doing and never yes. did. Kind of been asked to go back and do that. I haven't replied yet, which is a bit naughty. Okay. See, I, I've been asked to teach uh, a couple of in-person classes at a place very close to me. Right. So it wouldn't involve much travel at all. It's five miles away or something silly like that. So I don't want to do the regular thing because I just know it makes my head feel like it's going to explode. Having yet another thing that comes around regularly in the week. It dominates the week. It's like everything is planned towards going, and which is silly when you think it's one afternoon or one day. I know, but your thought, my thoughts are always drawn to it. Yeah. So yeah. I, because you're planning ahead of sampling and everything is geared around that class so that that's at the moment what's holding me back but I am going to go and have a look and see what's involved yeah so I just need to I just need to come up with some I well two things firstly I need to come up with some ideas for what I could do because she said she's asked me before she's asked anyone else oh, wow. so she wants yes. to get me in yeah so I just need to decide what I'm going to do but also it's that you know, are we able to plan anything? But I suppose we could plan it and book it in. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, it doesn't happen does it? Yeah. But it, it's we're still in that period of time where it's still difficult to know what we can plan for uh, for the year ahead. Yeah. It's interesting because back in when I was doing a lot of more teaching, and I always felt that my work was always geared up for the teaching. So I was doing things, planning things, sampling for the teaching. And I always felt that was the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. I needed to have a practice. I needed to get my work set up. And then the teaching was based exactly. on what I do. Exactly. That's yeah. like the holy grail for me, though. Yeah. Switching yeah. it. It's a 180 degree flip. Yeah, a complete turnaround. And I think I never quite achieved that. Yeah. And now I've started to, I mean, this these... um the paint collage stitch courses that I've been doing. It's the work that I am doing currently. It's how I'm developing my work. So teaching it to other people is relevant. So I don't want to get back into a situation where what I'm teaching isn't what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to lose what you've gained. You've started to get some traction on doing yeah. things the way around you want to do. And it's the same with me. So the courses I've done so far are based on what I have done. And I'm getting to the point now, particularly when a lot of people out there have done all my courses so far, I'm getting to the point now where I can, it's like I've got them out of my system. Yeah. You know, my favorites will keep going because that's sure. always going to be something I'm interested in. But I'm at that point where now I could really do something that I'm sort of more personally invested in, in terms of looking ahead and yeah. where I want to go. So, yeah, it's keeping, but again, that then comes to prioritizing your own interests above saying mm. yes to other people. Yes. This seems to be our sticking point then, doesn't it? With It does. And we're both the same, yeah. aren't we? Look. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And some people seem to manage it, don't they? And others don't. But there we are. Watch this space. <laughs> Is it because we're pretty good at turning our hand to lots of different things probably probably yeah yeah so you know if somebody wants you to come and do this you think yeah I can do that mm. yeah let's see what what occurs in the new year then 
Yes, yeah. Perhaps we should sort of play this back to ourselves next year before we do (laughs) our review and looking forward. Diversions and discoveries. Have you got anything for us? I have, but it's kind of not at all relevant because this is now going out like two days before the new year. At the time of recording, my diversion and discovery was I found the most amazing book, which I know you're already familiar with, which is Letters to Father Christmas by Tolkien. Oh, yes. But I think it's a book to have on the shelf and dip into. It's just a joy. It's the letters that Tolkien wrote to his children as they were growing up, apparently from Father Christmas. And there's this very naughty polar bear who interferes and... It's all sort of hijinks and capers in the North Pole. (laughs) It's hilarious. And it's just what a joy. And I thought, what a lovely thing for his children to have had. So I actually have written a letter. And it's all right saying it now because this is after Christmas to my grandson, my five-year-old grandson. The others haven't got them yet. So I wrote him a letter from from Santa. I thought he's just that age where to get a letter in the post from Santa would be very exciting. So I've yet to see his reaction. As we speak, he's not got it. But so that was really my my little discovery. I thought, how did I not know about this book? Um, and it's not so, so much a discovery, but a little inspirational thing was I had a message last night from a lady who's interested in buying some a little angel. And she said, which I know I've not read this out to you. I thought it was just really nice. Thank you so much for your podcasts. I absolutely love listening to you both. You fill my travel to work with happiness and make me an extra smiley teacher all day. And I thought the reason I've, it was just lovely. And the reason I've read it out was because having said one of my missions was to help others find joy and inspiration. And I thought, well, if we've made somebody smile all day, that's, that's worthwhile, isn't it? It's lovely. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. So thank you, Catherine. (laughs) Thank you. You're probably not listening to this on your way to work if you're listening to it as it comes out because you'll still be on your school holidays but <laughs> no that means the world is very much appreciated yeah yes it does that's brilliant it? um i only have one for you um really yeah oh, wow <laughs> i know so i have time of recording just seen my mother um in cardiff or my well, she's my stepmother really but she's been my mum for 40 odd years and i went over there we saw my sister and had a meal and then the next morning she said oh we'll go go for a walk and so uh, we went for a walk and we walked for over an hour in the center of Cardiff because she's got uh, there's playing fields and things and a walk by the by the river and then back around to hers and as we got nearer to her house there's some places we could pop into some little sort of boutique type shops Sure. Loads and loads of coffee shops as well. And she said, oh, we'll come back to one of these and have lunch in a minute. Um, and so we were out for probably two hours in the end, just sort of walking. And I said, you know, how how much do you walk a day? And she said, oh, I'll, I'll walk into town, walk into the town centre and walk back and then I'll do another walk. So she said, well, probably, oh, probably about two hours a day. Wow. And she's nearly 80. Well, that is brilliant, isn't it? And she's fit as a fiddle. Yeah, she's, I mean, she was a nutritionist, but her approach to losing weight or whatever is just, well, eat less. Fair enough. (laughs) Can't argue with that. So, But, you know, she's slim, she's fit, she's fit as a fiddle, she's 79, and uh, she walks for two hours a day. Not all in one chunk, but over the course of a day. 
there. That's an inspiration. There you go. I'll leave that with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd probably walk. Yeah. Yeah, I'd add it up close to <laughs> one way or another. Maybe not yeah. so much in the winter. But. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, yeah, as I because I have started running this year. And so before I went to Cardiff, I had a quick sprint around the playing field because I was short on time. So I thought if I run faster, I'll get it over quicker. <laughs> so, And then I think to myself, you know, did mother do this? Yeah, did my grandmother do this? No, they just walk. They just walk. Yeah. They just walk. Yeah, yeah. So, lots of walking. Uh, yeah. yeah, lots of walking. Keeps you young and healthy. There we go. So thank you, everybody, for listening and for your support over the past year. Um, We do appreciate it hugely. And if you enjoyed listening, we'd always be really grateful if you could leave us a review on iTunes or share the podcast in your Instagram stories and consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts because it all really helps. And so we will be back in January and we're kicking off the new year with a bit of a juicy topic uh which we'll leave hanging um yeah you can because i don't know what it is oh well there we go remember (laughs) it's a good one though it's a good one is it oh good yeah will you let me know before we do i will will let you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) so until then you can find us at ginaferrari-art.co.uk and isabelmore.co.uk bye Bye. Have a very lovely, happy new year and see you in January. (laughs) Happy new year, everyone. (laughs) We've got a really juicy topic. Oh, what's that? What's that then? (laughs) Listen, I'm, I'm in the middle of the podcast, but what you do is break the egg into a cup, pour, pour it into the palm of your hand and let the white drip back into the cup and you've just got the yolk in your hand. Yeah. Okay, bye. That's so funny because that's exactly how I separate an egg. Thank you for listening. If you like the music, it's by Ixon and you can find it at soundcloud.com slash Ixon and the link is also in the show notes.